Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Turner Sparks and Sir Michael Ira Kaplan are on a quest to explore every town in America through the eyes of the scumbags, scoundrels, and world touring comedians who grew up there. Who knows what they'll find out? This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 159 with a brand new intro. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Mike Kaplan, and I'm just marveling. I love that intro. Great work by the team. Joe Schaefer. Oh, the voice of the pod. The voice of the pod is back to work. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America, K-A-P Cap in America on Instagram. Also, this show is on Instagram. Where are we, Kaplan? Lost in America pod. Uh, on Instagram and Lost in America Pod on Twitter. Yes, so, and uh, LostInAmericaPod.com is the website. On the podcast today, we have Andrew Heaton. The mighty Heaton is back. He is back and better than ever. For episode right. one of our brand new format. This is yes. episode 159, but this is a brand new format for the show. As we announced last week, what we're going to be doing is bringing on our comedian friends, or some of the favorites we've had on before, some new comedians who we've never had on, who you will be familiar with, some bigger name comedians. Comics. They're going to be coming on talking about all about the hometown they grew up in. We're looking up the Yelp reviews of the bars they used to hang out in. Things to do on, in town. TripAdvisor things to do. We're looking up the local news from the local newspaper. It's going to be a similar style show to what we did before format-wise, but totally new topics because yeah. we're talking about America now. So, so we're still lost in America. So Randy Kaplan, if you're listening and you want to send me news articles in the future as our news producer, stop sending me the Daily Mail and New York Post. We need articles from local papers in America because that's, that's the news we're doing. We do. Today we have on, as we said, the Mighty Heat and Andrew Heat and the host of the Political Orphanage podcast. Yeah. You can look that up. He is from Edmond, Oklahoma. We're going to be talking all about Edmond, Oklahoma today. So if you've ever been to Oklahoma <laughs> or you want to go to Oklahoma. I'm sure you've been there, but you maybe haven't, you know, maybe don't, haven't been there in a while. You so haven't been refresh in a your while. memory of Edmond, Oklahoma. Or if you're looking to take a vacation. Right. Maybe you're make, be in Oklahoma and you maybe want to know where do I stop while I'm in Oklahoma. Maybe make Edmond the next stop. So, you know, and he, and, and he in, has, he's been on to talk internationally and now he's, he's he, this, this is a guy, I have a good faith in him. He knows, he's, he, he could talk about a lot of topics. He's so a he, good guy to start with because he can, he can be a blowhard. He's one about of our anything. favorite blowhards. Yeah. I got to say, <laughs> say that with love. He's a top five blowhard for the he's podcast. A, Cap, um, I have shows coming up. Yeah. You want to come see me? 
December 14th, I will be in Fairfield, Connecticut at the Fairfield Comedy Club up there. Come check me out. Let's see, February, we're skipping to February, no, no, uh, January 23rd of next year, I'll be in Sacramento, California, Del Paso Country Club. Get your tickets to that. I think that's almost sold out. Also, February 26th, Helium in Buffalo. I'm going to be headlining the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York. February 28th, I will be... Army Navy Country Club, Arlington, Virginia. Whoa, that's a uh, performing for our for cadets. The oh, the cadets. I don't know. I think our you, cadets troops. I they? think you have to be a military person to be a member there. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think you do. It's a country club for like the military muckety mucks. Muckety mucks. So I'm excited. Near, I'm going to be there near Tylerstown. You're in Tylerstown. And then I have shows all next year for Eugene, Oregon, for um, Colorado Springs, Colorado. People should Dallas, go to your website. Texas. Go to my website, TurnerSparks.com. Check that all out. And Patreon cap. So that's, uh, yeah. if you want to get an extra episode of this podcast every week, every Thursday, go to patreon.com slash lost in America. Subscribe $5 a month, gets you an extra episode a week. Yeah, the, the, the bonus episode a week is going to be more important to ever if you're a fan. Now that we're doing the new format, we're going to, I'm sure it's going to be a great episode because we're going to have more so the way to break it. this down basically is this this shows a lot about our guests. The, the uh, Patreon's a lot uh, about us. A lot about us. So if you like us, come become Patreon. Speak, now you got to pay. Speaking pay of us, us, Kaplan, what's going on with you? Yeah, you know, we, I got here. I have to apologize to Heaton. I'm late. I tried my hardest to be here on time, but uh, somebody else held me up, and I was sprinting. I was just running through the city like a maniac, running over people upstairs. Running. And, you know, I had a heart attack last year, as you might have heard. Of course. And I noticed last, I was – was, or about 10 months ago. Yeah. And I noticed I was not out of – I was in pretty good shape just running out. I was not out of shape at all, and I think I have the – I know why. Because for the first time in my life, I'm up on a trend. Randy Kaplan got a Patreon bike. You know, Matt, I'm going to ask you because you're looking at me. You've never heard of the word Patreon bike. A Patreon Matt, bike. Or, or, or a Patreon bike. A Peloton bike. Sorry. <laughs> you know you know the bikes Peloton? You know what these are? I know what they are. I don't know what the significance is lately. Okay, I, so there, there is this. There's a, a Peloton bike is a spinning bike, basically, in your home. And it's got a big screen on it that you do the workouts you do like a spin class, like virtual, okay. with all these people. Randy's wanna win forever. I kept saying that's a waste of money. That's a waste of money. That's a waste of money. But she did the math on how, like, if you actually pay for spinning classes, okay. it's not really a waste of money. So she got one, and I, you know, because she's paying for it, I'm like, I got to do this now too. <laughs> but so before I get to me, I just want it, it, the reason I say it's in the news is it, it's been all over Twitter. Everyone's been making fun of this ad that they dropped like over Thanksgiving during the football and stuff. They had this crazy ad. Look it up, everyone. It's an ad of this wife. A husband buys a wife a Peloton bike for Christmas, and it's like the creepiest ad ever. It's like stalkery. It's really weird. It's like like her like filming herself. You got to look at it. You got to look at it. It's been everyone's been talking about. They they even made a gin. Explain it. I don't know what you're talking about. they, They even made a gin ad spoofing. It's an ad where she's. So the husband buys the wife. The husband buys. The husband buys the wife for Christmas this bike. She's all excited. And then it's like a year of her life, basically, of her like filming herself getting up early. And she's like doing like a selfie video. I'm so proud of myself. Okay. She looks exactly the same. At no point does she change. She looks fine in the beginning. It's not like she's fat and loses weight. Oh, yeah. You got to get a fat chick. Yeah. You got to get a fat chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they like end the commercial with like her husband and her watching her video of her doing the thing on a TV as if like she did this all for him. Oh, God. It's a really. Oh, so it's the patriarch. So the. Yeah, it's patriarchy. So this this the guy, the husband who plays it, has been saying that he can't get acting work now because he's considered this horrible person for this Wait, ad. What is that big of a deal? Yeah, and then they already made Ryan Reynolds' gin company made a spoof of like her like sitting and drinking gin 
Because she's like, basically. Ryan has Reynolds to, has a gin company. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So anyway, everyone's been, well, not YouTube, but everyone has been talking about this online. So I'm very excited because for once I get what's going on because I actually have a Peloton bike. I just got one. You understand so Twitter. I understand Twitter for once. And I've been doing these workouts and, you know, it's like they're, there's like a lot of, you've never done spinning, I assume, right? No, you didn't no go, I, the only one time I went that charity spinning, one, right? Can I tell you? Yeah. So uh, Weber took me spinning one time. And he said it was for charity. He's like, can you come spin for charity? Like, everybody's coming. So I get there, and it's just, you don't show up. I, didn't, oh, I went, my Randy did it. I had to watch the kids. Blue shirt doesn't show up. Yeah. Hammer doesn't show up. Producer Matt doesn't show yeah. up. Yeah, it's two years before I knew Producer Matt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get an invite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a big spinner. It's just Weber, <laughs> and then it's girls. like 80 of the world's oldest millennials. Yeah. All Weber's friends. And we're spinning, and I'm like, what's the charity? He's like, oh, it's for like abortions. Yeah. So like, people it, can have abortions. <laughs> it was pro, it was for <laughs> reproductive rights or something but it's yes for like pro planned parenthood <laughs> pro-abortion it's like an abortion spin class every the faster you spin the more abortions it happens <laughs> yeah. and i was like wait what you gotta you just say it's for charity i if it's like for charity for the homeless that's you don't have to mention what the charity is but yeah. if it's for something for like so people can have more abortions at least let people know ahead of time because right. not everyone's pro-abortion yeah, in you new york know? city they just assume I guess, but you know. Well, if you want to spin it without supporting, that's the only time I've been abortion. I, I would have thought for abortions you'd do stair climber though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good. High dives. Well, I, so if you want to be able to do spinning without having to worry about supporting causes you might not like, get a Peloton <laughs> bike. I I start doing it, and the, all the classes are the same kind of way where there's like a instructor and she's yelling at you and she's telling tidbits about her life and the music's like you know very yeah because they yell at you yeah they go yeah. get I'm up so proud of you they're, go 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 uh, yeah they're always they're giving you all these things about like how proud they are you and they can't see you. So I've done a few of these workouts. I'm getting a little bit better at it. Uh, there's just one issue. It's like I do it in the bedroom. That's where we put the bike. And then re- this music's blasting loud. So we'll shut the- Randy, I'll shut the door or whatever. And then I get there and I can't get out of the, the uh, you have to clip in. You clip into the, um, oh, your feet, your feet. I can't get out. I'm literally stuck there. <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm telling pancakes, the dog, cause she gets, she wants to be with me. So she's there. She's all anxious. She sits on the bed, like barking at me. Like, what are you doing? And then I'm like, pancakes. Like she's no lassie. I'm like, go send help. I'm stuck again. I forgot how to get out. I was stuck for 10 minutes the other day till I reached. I was like, it's like, I know how I could survive if I ever got trapped under like a building or something. Cause I was able to make my arm longer to reach for my phone, which was like out of sight. And I got it and like was able to press the button to call on speaker. I was like, Randy, uh, she's in the other room. I'm like, I'm trapped. Come get me. <laughs> Can't so, you wear headphones? You, you can wear headphones, yeah, and to make phone calls, you mean? Or, no, no, no. Or, so the music's not so loud. So that people can, So if you die, people can actually hear you screaming. Oh, you could probably do that. But I also like, because I can't really, I also have the TV on so I can watch some sort of sports because I really cannot do working out at home. It's hard for me. So Is this workout a live uh, class? They have live classes. Yes, they yeah. have live. And they, if you do a live, oh, something that happens in that ad is at one point the person's like, whatever her name is, she gives them like a shout out yeah. and, and she smiles like they said my name because that happens if you work out live. You pay extra if you they see the stats of like oh this is their hundredth workout they'd be like Captain Amer- oh if everyone's on Peloton follow me I'm a Captain America there you go Long Island City so you could we could you could do workouts with your friends at the same time and you can see your scores and you it's bad though because I'm like they show me like they show the rankings of everyone who's done the workout it'll be like two thousand two hundred people and I'm like. 2028 and it's like male 40s and like i see some people are like female 60s like it's got your bio like your age oh and they I'm like, classify oh, you by your gender just to see yeah well people don't have to pick That's i guess not. so it's very problematic and i want to be like there needs a mark for had a heart attack 10 months ago and just started like this i'm, I'm gonna like i'm so yeah but that it's a fun thing come follow me captain america and uh when i 
And if you have any tips on how to get out of the thing. Should we get to Heaton? Yeah, you're right. We still have the Lost in America music, right? We That's- still have the same music. Because De'Aaron Roots, I ta- he w- first of all, shout out to De'Aaron Roots. He's the one who suggested that we push to this format. Oh. He brought it up to me when I was home visiting Sacramento, California. I brought it up to you. You said, good idea. I said, good idea. Producer Matt said, good idea. We went with it. But, ca- but uh, his only caveat was he said, I want you to do this, do this new format, but I'm not writing any new music. Not any- and the music still works. The music's great. It's simple. We're still lost in America. We're still lost more than ever. Play the music. We're back. Edmond, Oklahoma, Kaplan. We have Andrew Heaton here. We just told him he's not allowed to talk until we tell him he Barred can Barred talk. from talking. Yeah, which is, which is a feat with yeah, this man. This guy, he likes to, he's a bit of a blowhard. He's, he's a real loudmouth. <laughs> so, Edmond, Oklahoma, what do you think? I, uh, so, we just found out he's 35 years old. I don't know if we're allowed to say it. 35 years old. So, that means he was coming he's, up. He's a couple years younger than me. So, this is late night. Everyone's a couple years on, younger than you. That's, Everybody. That's yeah, you are too. Post-heart um, attack. I'm post-heart <laughs> You're looking good. Years younger in my mind. So he is. Uh, this is late '90s. High school would be late '90s for him. Edmond, Oklahoma. So I looked it up. It's a suburb of Oklahoma City. Yes, and I did a little. I asked. Uh, I have. I know a, a Jew from Oklahoma. So one. A, a source. There aren't a lot of Jews from Oklahoma out there, but I asked one. I know one, <laughs> and he told me an affluent suburb. So I said, oh, I was going to guess it was affluent. Oh, okay. Here's why I was going to guess. Wait, you go ahead and then I'll so, go. No, I see. I heard the name Edmund. I was, it threw me off. I didn't think it was affluent Edmund's at all. Edmund's not I an affluent person. I was picturing a real like, town, like a real cowboy town. That's Ed, how I had him at. Ed, Oklahoma. Ed, Oklahoma. <laughs> Fast Real Eddie. the old west. That's how I pictured it. <laughs> but, so, it so then I had to readjust. Here's why Look, I thought it was a rich uh, person's town. Because I looked, if you look it up on uh, Google, uh, just type in, go into Google Maps and type in Edmund, Oklahoma. Everyone can do it right now. The first picture that pops up is just some dude's hot tub. Oh, <laughs> that it's like a guy's backyard and his hot tub. Do you think he paid? You know, like with Google, there's things you can do with businesses. So you're the top. You come up top whenever you Google like podiatrist in town for my dad, for instance. He yes. wants to be top. Uh, you think some guys like I want my hot tub? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think he did to make? But that I happen? don't even think he sells there's hot probably tubs. a lot of hot tubs in this town. I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So this, what do you mean? This one guy? He probably did. Yeah. He just wanted to have. Like, this cool. is my dream. Everyone's got a dream. I'm <laughs> <laughs> be famous. To have the hot tub. So yeah, in that's town. that's fancy town. Well, it can, you know we. We had a hot tub in college, as you know. You came to visit once. It didn't make us super raffling. You had a hot tub on wheels. You yes, guys wheeled that, in a hot tub. Right. You rented a hot tub oh, for oh, the weekend. A rental hot tub's a different animal. That's like an above-ground pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means you're actually poorer I than mean, the average person with no hot tub <laughs> or right. no pool. So, yeah. But so, in-ground hot tub, you got some money. So, it's a wealthy... Also, just knowing Heaton, he seems like he... Because he has a British accent. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe he's from Oklahoma. I thought we were doing Scotland this week when I heard her talking about Heaton. So, just... I don't know if Edmund is all... It's a, it's a British colony or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man. You don't know his age, and you know that's why I asked him off mic to get the thirty-five. And you don't know his like I could guess anywhere in the world he could be from. He so could, he, yeah, he so could this be Oklahoma from, thing. Where's Game of Thrones from? He could be from that town. <laughs> yes. He's a big old beard. He could be from any town. Um, so Emil Goldman. So it's a wealthy suburb. So I'm thinking it's one of those places where they don't like it when people, you know, they meet people. Oh, you're from, uh, especially in the big city. You're from Oklahoma. Oh wow, cowboys. Woo-boo. Right. The rest. No, is- we're not like that. Yeah. And they probably look down on the rest of the state, maybe. That 
and the rest of the state doesn't like them? Is that kind of thing? Yeah, they're the one. Yeah, they're the holdout. They're like the. I was going to say liberals, but I don't think so. I think they're rich, rich Republicans. They tell people. uh, He definitely tell. They tell people from Oklahoma City, probably. Definitely. And then, yeah. And now, when he grew up, there was no Oklahoma City Thunder, correct? True. They, see, yeah. So now I picture the, the modern Edmund person. All season they ticket all holders. all season ticket holders yeah. there. Yeah. That's the box seats. That's and they're, they're getting the robocalls yeah. from the uh, yeah. Oklahoma City Thunder's uh, ticket. They all have, love Russell Westbrook. And, oh, he's on the team anymore. But, yeah, yeah, they, they d- still love him. They hate Durant. They hate Dallas. Oh, yeah. I know this because Heaton and I did a show in Dallas, and he said he was from Oklahoma, and they booed him. Oh, yeah. They didn't boo me. I'm from California. Yeah, well, there's that Red River rivalry, I believe they call it, the Texas-Oklahoma game. Football. Oh, big, really? Big Oklahoma. Is it Oklahoma Sooner country? Probably, right? Or is Definitely. It, because what else is it? Oklahoma State? Yeah, Oklahoma Sooner. No, nah, we're not Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're Sooner. We're Sooner country. And yeah, yeah, we're Sooner. Big football. The old, yeah, maybe there's a generational thing. The football is the older people. Basketball? Nah, they're probably all. Football. I think they're football they're people. Because also Norman, I looked it up. Where uh, University of Oklahoma is, is like maybe a half an hour south. Oh, of Oklahoma yeah, City, yeah, yeah. Forty-five so that's minutes. The town. That's the thing to do on. So Saturdays. before, before it's the Thunder, they were season ticket holders. Yeah, that's the thing you do. Basketball, football, you but they're box playing. seats. Your they're box seats. seats people. They're the people who wear like the um, the white button-down shirt. Like just got off work, take off the take off the jacket, take right. off the tie, yeah. or loosen the tie. Go to the basketball game. Bring your uh, second wife. Or girlfriend, definitely. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> fighting for front row seats. Yeah. Okay. And then have you? Have you actually? I should ask. Have you ever been to Oklahoma? The actual state, or <sighs> no? I, don't I haven't. Think so. Oklahoma City is kind of trendy. People, it's like it's the new Austin. Shoot, they're starting to shoot movies there. I think there's tax credits. And, uh It's the new Austin. Yeah. Wait, it's, so. the, it's the new Albuquerque. Yeah. I, I think it's the new <laughs> Albuquerque. So yeah, it's the new Nashville. Maybe. I don't if know. I would now, let's predict his high school. If I was to predict his high school experience, I wrote it down because I wanted to get it right. I think it's it's Heaton, 16 years old, young Heaton. He, <laughs> he's got a beard. He's, he's getting, wearing a tweed coat still in high I school. Think he's, he's the one guy who doesn't even need a fake ID. He'll, you know, the Circle K will sell boost him because he already has a beard, uh, and they just think he's over 21. He's getting drunk in the Circle K parking lot, or the whatever the, yeah, Circle K, AMPM, whatever they got <laughs> out there, to want, like, shouting to other high school kids about politics when really they just want to hear about football. Yeah. But he's talking I to know. him about, like, Philosophy. Rand Paul and Rand stuff Paul. like that, like, deep. Right. No, in, in high school, it was Ron Paul, but. Ron Paul. Ron Paul was a wee yeah. pup back then. All right. So is that it? Should we bring him in? <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, it's a good little summary. I'm sure we got it all right. We can wrap this thing up and get out of here. Heaton, what we, how did we do? That was, I, I'm going to say 80 to 90% correct. Oh, you got that. A lot of that's really, really close. I'm trying. Do I, do I need to go point by point to yeah, address well, it? However you want. I'll, I'll, I'll go tub. backwards. I didn't drink in high school. Oh, Ooh. I didn't I didn't drink till college. I, I was like... This is how sheltered I was in high school. My freshman year of college, I was hanging out with some friends, and they referenced someone from our high school having sex. And I was like, wait a minute. People in our class were having sex? Like, I literally <laughs> I literally had no—I mean, maybe Robert, but I like literally, I had no idea. <laughs> he had a hot tub. And, uh, no, I, I, and, and then, like, I, like, like, uh, there, there, I assume there were people getting drunk and having sex because they're, like, in retrospect, that seemed to have been a phenomenon. But what me and my friends were doing is we would go on Friday night, we would play Dungeons and Dragons. Whoa. And I miss that. I, how did I not come up we, with that? We, we, had a, we had this, like, massive, like, mobile spotlight type flashlight, and we would go to Lake Hefty. 
Hefner, the Hef. The Hef. And we would drive around the Hef. We'd point it at parked cars where other people were having sex. Like it was like a make-out point for others. Yes. Okay. And, then, and then they would, they would <laughs> want Hef. to kill us, and they would just chase us until we finally left. And that was our Friday night. It was us, Dungeons & Dragons, then this sort of flash mob voyeurism. Voyeurism, yeah. Followed by, like, a, like, a chase. like Dixie Crat, like, 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 you know, <laughs> like, 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 you know, banjo, running away music, getaway type thing. So that was, that was a Did they ever Friday catch you? Me. Huh? Did they ever? No, we did get, a, we did get arrested a couple times. Well, not arrested. We did get detained by the police a couple times. But it was, wow. it was they, they were like, stop doing that. That kind stop of thing. Stop right? being so a pervert. Yeah, yeah basically. How is it the... called like Hefner or is that a title people give it? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a hookup uh, place. No, it actually is like Hefner. It's one of the only blue <laughs> lakes in Oklahoma. Most, oh, okay. most of the lakes are green. Oh, I don't know what makes a blue lake blue or gray. It's algae. algae. Algae, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll take, uh, can I, I can't remember if I can swear or not. Uh, you sure. can swear about it. It's because all the chicken shit from Arkansas. Because those the people. No, truly, because they've got, oh, like, there's the all these industrial chicken uh, things in Arkansas, and the, the chicken shit gets into the river. Now, by the time it gets to the lakes, it's fine, but the algae has eaten so that it comes chicken down shit the river. and converted it into green. Right. Oh. So so the, the ones that are not uh, tapping out of a river, like Lake Hefner, they're blue. <laughs> the ones that are tapping a river, they're green. Tapping. Right. I don't know. This is I, this is what somebody told me when I was literally a junior in high but school. But that's a great kind of fact. No, you passed like that if, along. If the governor party. of Oklahoma listens to your show, he's welcome to call I me. I thought you were me. the governor. Of Oklahoma. I, who, who, is briefly, the, who is the governor of Oklahoma? I don't know. Oh, I can't believe I, you. Don't I, know. I've been wow. gone a while now. I don't remember who's in charge. So what? How were the cops in high school? Did they? So you're saying you got arrested, but you didn't get. I mean, you got detained, but they were fine. I had one. I had. I've only ever had one truly bad experience with policemen, and it was in Oklahoma. But it was when I was in college. All the other ones, though, like the other, the other thing too is like I could not be more in like it is me in high school. You could just see by the way I walked. It's like that guy's a baritone and a virgin. That was like like very much <laughs> like you could just you could just you could inflect that any any police officer who was going to interact with us knew that we were we were not up to anything wrong. So they didn't she, mess with you? Yeah, not, put, not too much. They put no. that in the IT guard. Baritone version. <laughs> Check. So Check and then I'm thinking, yeah, the, the affluent suburb. Wait, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick yeah. question. Did uh, you guys were videotaping people making? No, 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 no. We had we had a spotlight. We would oh, go, oh, a spotlight. We, 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 I we, thought we, you were like. Team no, 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 no. This wasn't some weird like like. No, no, no. We we were we were just we were all we were doing was uh, uh, flashing a light on them to disturb their uh, you were, co- you, coital bliss. That's good. Cockblocking. That's good In flagrante delecto. It's impossible to get hook up in high school except for some. So instead, just ruin everyone else's fun. I, like, I should have done that. Honestly, I, I think I, subconsciously, I, that's probably I what we really did. Got Although I, ha- I have to, but again, we, none of us realized anybody was having sex at this point. What do you lives. think they were doing in the cars? Well, we knew they were, but we oh. figured that they were forty. Like it didn't. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. Like, <laughs> we, we, we didn't. We didn't realize. People <laughs> that's even have, better. How, how would you have sex before you're even married? It didn't make any sense. We thought that they were like like married couples having affairs or oh. something. We, we, we were trying to like how would this even? Maybe they were in college. It was yeah. We, we didn't know. So you were busting up adults. Uh, Good times. That's what we thought, but again, it was probably nobody ever the, shot at you or anything. Is it? Well, again, there were some close calls where oh. people were clearly trying to kill us. Uh, but we did manage to get out. Nobody got nobody got killed. Do you stay in touch with this crew? The uh, yeah, the Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, my my uh, my best friend still lives. Uh, I'm still in contact with him. He grew up about half a mile away from me. He lives out in L.A. now. Oh. Uh, and uh, uh, I I almost got roped into whatever the 21st century equivalent of, of Dungeons and Dragons is. Really, it's only my punishing schedule that's kept me from rejoining this group. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you guys ever like a high school reunion? Or just get get the gang together and say, you know what? Let's go out to Lake Hef for old times. <laughs> Let's ruin the fun of these young kids today. Go to Lake Hef. I got the spot. <laughs> get the old spot. How terrifying garage. would that now be? Because <laughs> yeah, like, like an 35 year old man <laughs> getting stopped by a couple of 16 year olds, vaguely amusing. Two 18 year olds going at it <laughs> with a bunch of 35 year old 
bearded guys in trench coats yeah. shining a that light. That might be them. a bigger crime you now. You assume they're the yeah. cops and then they're not the cops. You're like, oh my God, we're in an episode of True Detective. Yeah. What is going to happen to us? So, yeah. What about guns? Did you guys have guns? Uh, I, f- I think everybody in the state probably does. Uh, my, let me think, I think, I think my dad owns a couple of guns, but it wasn't really a part of our, like our, our growing up process. Like we had a BB gun. I think, I think in retrospect, he had some kind of gun for self-defense, but didn't tell this was not broadcasted. Sure. Although I did, um, I did have a moment where I went to a thing called Boys State. Did you guys have this by chance? This is, okay. So this is run in high Juvenile school. Juvenile State? <laughs> ba- yes. Basically. Boy, Boys State is an activity run by the American Legion. It's like, Okay, it's for it's for uh, rising seniors in high school. So you've just graduated your junior year of high school. You're in high school. You're about to go back as a senior. You go to this camp in Miami, Oklahoma, uh, and it's like a patriotism camp slash mock government. The mock government of Patri- who runs it? The American Legion. Oh, okay. So it's old veterans and uh, like nice. and they they want to talk to you. Lots of good things, but they also want to talk to you about Jesus and about flag burning amendments. Okay. And uh, and anyway, I went and did this. The pro Jesus and a and very pro Jesus, very, very pro flag burning amendment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll see these like seventy year old. And just light into like seventeen-year-old kids. How about, many amendments do you make? It's only one amendment. No, there could be multiple. I, like, I think they would be in favor of all of them. They would be in favor of all of them. But anyway, that, that's kind of a side note. Uh, it's out in Miami. On the way back, my my buddy and I stopped at a uh, at a military sur- surplus store, and we bought these awesome machetes. And so when I come home, I ring the doorbell. Dad opens the door, and I'm like, "Hey, Dad!" When I pull out the machete, you know, fwing, and I'm thinking he's going to blanch, and he's like, "Oh, okay, come here." And he takes me into the bedroom, and he lifts open the mattress and pulls out an even bigger machete. And I was like, did you have this growing up? Because if, you know, when you're afraid that you're like, you're going to get burgled or something, it turns yeah. out your dad's a psychopath. That's a machete. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I would have felt it. And I'm like, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, we've had this for years. And I was like, when did you get it? And he goes, well, let me think. It was a wedding present from your grandpa. I was like, wait a minute. Grandpa Joe gave you a machete? He's a wedding <laughs> That's present? A great that present. Was, that was what he gave you? Man. And he registered for it. Yeah, that was yeah, that was one. He picked it out. Family's big on flashlights and machetes. That that if we were gonna have if we were gonna have a family (laughs) sigil, it would be it would be a it would be like a Labrador retriever and a beagle sword fighting with a flashlight and a machete. If you go to Lake Hef and you put the spotlight on people and hold the machete up, or if if you're at Lake Hef and you need to summon me like Batman, you would would shine the spotlight into the sky. Any girls who need protecting, you come flying in. I just all of a sudden this bearded man in a trench coat comes out like, all right now, I don't want to go third base. Somebody who's gonna have premarital sex, not on my I watched no, Virgin, Fun yeah. poison has arrived. says virgin and baritone. Protect her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about, uh, wait, first, can I tell, so when my, speaking of swords, um, the first time my wife, yeah, the first time I went over to her grandparents' house, they had me over for dinner when we first started dating, and her grandfather took me upstairs and showed me all of his kung fu swords. Nice. He pulled them out, like the American version of like showing the gun, like, you know, like shining the gun or whatever. Also, did Cap, did you guys have a gun? Well, did he do it ominously? <laughs> did, did, he, did, he do it, did he do it like, be nice to my granddaughter, or did he do it like it was cool and he wanted to show you? Cool and he wanted to show okay. me, but I think, you know, it was also a power move. Right. My, yeah. the, the the Farrell family who grew up uh, half a mile away from or yeah half a mile away from me they left the doors unlocked so we just used it as a clubhouse like we'd go in and drink milk out of the fridge and stuff and uh, when, when, whenever um, whenever Kristen's Kristen would go on a date every time they didn't even plan this every time her date came like the, he would walk into their kitchen and the Farrells would just be cleaning guns and they'd be like oh hello <laughs> not on purpose yeah, like no the, the the power the purpose power move is that when Kristen she's a year younger than me when she would go on the date in high school her eldest brother John would walk him out to the car and as he you know the guy opens the door lets Kristen into the car he walks around he would uh, John would stop him before he got into the driver's seat he'd lean in and he'd whisper in his ear whatever you do to her I do to you 
Have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. I'll yep. see you at Lake Hef. Yep. <laughs> Don't go to Lake Hef. Uh, I'm going to get a gun. You, we, I, you asked me if I had, we definitely did not have guns growing up. You didn't? No. I mean, even though I'm from Pennsylvania where they just celebrated, the kids are off from school the Monday after Thanksgiving because the first day of hunting season. Because oh, yeah. dads are taking their boys hunting. Dr. Bob? Where, Dr. Where, Bob did not take me hunting. Where are you from in Pennsylvania, Cap? Allentown, PA. You're from so, Allentown. I used to work for a congressman that represented there. Oh, yeah, I, I actually know you just got uh, Tim Holden. Oh, I don't know. You okay. know, my dad, well, yeah. we do an episode about me, you'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, come back. I'll come back and tell you about your district. But I am going to get a gun when Ruby's of Dayton age, because that was a great idea. I'll be get clean, a gun. Got, boys will come on over, and I'll be cleaning the guns. Yep. Yeah. i got to figure yep. out how to clean the gun without shooting myself. <laughs> right, <yeah. That's> gonna, <laughs> don't, don't buy any ammunition, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah. We had, I never knew, I never thought, if you would have asked Tyler and I, growing up, if we had guns, we would say no the entire time. And then I think when I was like 18, my there was a rattlesnake in the backyard, and my dad's like, I'll get the gun. And he went and got it and just shot the shit out of the rattlesnake. Like, the, the other thing too that you need to like, I, same thing. I, I didn't realize we had guns, but then I like I later really everyone in Oklahoma, and I, I say this lovingly, and I have a touch of this myself. Everyone in Oklahoma is still living at the tail end of the Cold War, where at any moment the nukes might fall, and I'm going to have to fight like the horde of Cormac McCarthy style cannibals. And, and of I'm, course, they're going to hit Edmond, Oklahoma, the nukes. Yeah, That'll uh, be the first place Oklahoma, to attack. No, Oklahoma. I've, I've, I've actually looked at decommissioned FEMA maps. Oklahoma gets blasted because it's got an wow. Air Force base in uh, Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma City and Lawton uh, Army Base. There's there's several military bases in Oklahoma, and Tinker is where they fix all the uh, the airplanes, and there's also a big coaxial hub for the Internet. Oh, wow. So Oklahoma's gone. we got to make that a new segment every time we do a town. we got to find out where you, you would have ranked you know in the nuclear what? You holocaust. Should, really? Like, what was, <laughs> you, you should print out the FEMA maps because it, it'll, 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 it'll show you the fallout trail. Like, Oregon weirdly has zero what, how, strategic. Like you, Oregon's fine. Nobody nukes Oregon. According, like the Soviets weren't going to nuke Oregon. Even Every they, other even they know Portland sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not coming. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Oregon, without the rest of the country, doesn't function anymore. They're like, yeah. listen, those vegans aren't going to be able to fight <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Do to us. <laughs> they just said one guy. Yeah. Listen, those this Antifa, is ours now. Those Antifa members aren't <laughs> causing too big of problems. We'll be able to take them. No, I think there's every town in America though has convinced themselves that they're going to be the first ones hit a nuclear holocaust. The town I grew up in, El Dorado Hills, they shut down. There's a dam that like that causes a Folsom Lake, which we grew up on, and they closed. There was a road over the dam. They closed it for, I want to say, a decade after 9-11 because they're like, we're going to be the first ones hit. It'll flood Sacramento. That's what they're going to want to do. And I, I, don't, I was the only one who was like, are they really going to flood Sacramento? And in Syracuse, you remember the house I had senior year, we had an actual bomb shelter. It was like a post-World War II oh, built home. Like, like, a, like a bunker. Like It was actually a bunker. Like in a the, fallout in like the backyard it was like yeah you yeah. go in there and seal like it up left over from the 50s left over from the nice. 50s so i don't know they had those in oklahoma uh, we, we great do, place but, to bring girls we, we, we also have um <laughs> yeah that would have been great we really want to sketch them yeah, out yeah yeah if i like yeah uh no we well with oklahoma there's there's kind of we've never had a hard break because we also have a ton of tornado shelters oh so it's it's very common it's we, good for both right we actually have two tornado shelters at the heaton family household because we grew so when i was growing up at our house wealthy we had yeah exactly this is <laughs> like you know this the, is the prepper equivalent of a double wide versus a single wide. And we were doing the double wide thing. We had a, a reinforced, we had an above ground shelter. So like imagine a closet with rebar and like a, a half a foot foot of concrete. So it's like a really, really reinforced uh, uh, closet basically. But it's 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 fine up to like an F4 or something like that. Uh, however, the door was hollow. And my mom realized this. The metal door is hollow. And she's like, well, what if a tree comes through? And dad's like, the likelihood that that would happen is so minimal. And she's like, but we would die. And he's like, we'll probably die regardless of that point. Anyway, mom, using whatever bank account she has, builds a subterranean 
Uh, she builds uh, her own? She builds her own. So we now got a his or her bunker. Wow. And uh, dad is so irritated at the cost of this that he still doesn't know that mom starts leaving scotch for him in that basement um, so that whenever we go down there, he'll just drink the scotch and be happy. And then it turned into this awesome man cave. <laughs> so like when I would come home, dad would be like, oh, man, have you, you seen this monstrosity? Come here. We got some Glenn Levitt down there. And we'd just hang out there for three hours. It was awesome. How Can you describe it to me? How big is it? Uh, so the, the 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 bigger one, the premium one, right? Uh, it's maybe six feet under, seven feet under. Um, it does poke above the earth slightly because there's you want to have ventilation, right? Okay. So there's a, there's enough room for ventilation, and uh, it's imagine um, Im- imagine two metal benches that if we were all sitting could probably accommodate uh, maybe maybe it's hard for me eight eight to ten people if we're all sitting butt to butt. Um, but we can't stand up fully in it. Like it's kind of, oh. it, it's like maybe let, let's say it's like six feet tall, but it's got a little bit of a slant to it. Okay, so it's like as wide as like a subway car, maybe. Not skinnier. not quite that wide. Skinnier than that. Yeah. Okay. It's not. You're not gonna. We, you're not gonna live down there. You're, I you're, all you're doing. Short, there, all you're doing there is surviving the tornado because the tornado is going to be for like an hour and then you're fine, right? So if if, it, if it's a nuclear situation, you're screwed. You're not gonna. You're not. You're not gonna be able to hang out down there very long. You're gonna survive the blast. You won't survive the fallout. You won't survive the cannibalism. You might as well just be in the blast. Yeah, probably. Just get which, it over with. Dorothy should have. Someone should have given her one of these. It would save her all that trouble. Yeah. You know, it's, who is this? Like everybody has a. Yeah. These are, is this like oh, the rich? So we're super blasé on tornadoes. Yeah. Because like everybody, like, like, I, like I've had, I've, I've had multiple tornadoes. I've never seen one uh, because, you, you know, just like if I was at home, we would get in the shelter. You did drills, though? You pretend? Uh, practice? No, we no. don't even need no. to do that. It's like there's tornado season, the same way there's hunting season. <laughs> right. so tornado season's like, I don't know, April through June. And uh, like like a tornado, there'll be a T-storm warning. Uh, and and it'll it'll be in your neighborhood. And you're like, all right, everybody get in the shelter. And you just get in the shelter and like read a book, whatever. The, like literally, the last time I was there, a tornado formed over our house, and I was I was so bored, I just went to sleep on the floor with the dog, and like woke Wait, up later. What? Because well, because you're there for like two or three hours, and it, the tornado doesn't want to kill you. It's just there. And tornadoes, for whatever reason, they eat. Uh, they don't. They tend to eat. Like trailer parks? I don't know why this is. Tornadoes are attracted to, to trailer parks. Yeah, they're, true. They're, like, more Oklahoma. I don't know what they did to piss off God, but Almighty God wants to just wreck more Oklahoma every like three years or so. More is the town? Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. More, that flag more, more, more is a, a, a boring <laughs> suburban ligament between Oklahoma City and Norman. Oh, more is the town. Oh. Yeah. More, more, is, more is the town. And no one claims they're from there. Everyone's like, oh, I'm from South Oklahoma City. Really? Where'd you go to high school? More. You're from more. Like, that's like, <laughs> you could always like bring that up. And it's no, but they, it always gets wiped. I don't know. It's some kind of weird heat signature where the tornadoes go through that alley but yeah they, they happen every year and like they'll uh they, you, you, one will start over your neighborhood maybe it'll hit your neighborhood it, it might be that it, it's starting so if it starts over your neighborhood i should clarify this it's uh like imagine uh like like a toilet paper tube with the ends pointed um pointed left and right as opposed to up and down because tornadoes start they don't start like a big funnel pointed down they start in the sky sideways and then they touch down oh. so a lot of the time they'll start over you and then they'll touch down and it's it'll like knock trees over and stuff but you're it won't like blow your house down i see i didn't know that at all i've only in syracuse once we did experience a tornado that wasn't predicted because it's not a place where you get tornadoes yeah. and it just was like a crazy storm it was like labor day weekend and like you open the door everything was just the wind was insane yeah but i didn't even know sky turned green i just thought it was the crazy yeah, but it was nighttime, so I didn't even. I just thought it was like the craziest storm ever. Oh, and then they do. Didn't we- even know a tornado came through. It did knock a tree down that landed on my car. Yeah. So that you know, of they, course and that they, happened, they'll but. they'll do. Re- there's so many weird things that happen because the barometric pressure, and I don't understand how this works. But the barometric pressure changes in such a way that like like decks of cards can like shoot through trees. Like straws can go through trees. Uh, like 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 if you've got like a jug, like ninety nine percent chance your jug's going to be destroyed. One percent chance a chicken will get sucked into the jug. Yeah. And you'll just look and there's like a jug with a chicken in it. Yeah, that's like, cool. That's like art. Like a, a baby. 
maybe <laughs> might like get, like might like just gently touch down three counties away or I don't know one county away. They, they, but also, oh, like the cow and Twister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I was, is it? I think Jack Handy has a thing that like there ought to be a rule if you could pick anything up in a tornado, you get to keep it. I think that's fair. I think <laughs> if, you, if you get sucked up, you can grab it. What? Uh, so did you? Uh, what were you doing in high school? Like, um, and which high school did you go to? Activities. I, I, I went to Deer Creek High School. Deer Creek High School uh, in in, uh, in in Oklahoma County, but almost near Logan. So basically, public. So, uh, yeah, public. Yeah. Look at you. So, so, uh, so I grew up. I'm from Edmond, but I'm just outside of Edmond city limits. So I'm kind of like a man. I'm where the suburbs meet the farmland. Suburbs are the suburbs. Huh? Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Exactly. I'm. I'm in this kind of. I grew up in this kind of satellite neighborhood. Like, imagine a Norman Rockwell painting. I basically grew up in a Norman Rockwell <laughs> painting, and that neighborhood. I don't know. 12, 15 houses. If if you go if you go south, you hit Edmond proper. Lots and lots and lots of suburbs. If you go north, it's just farmland and coyotes and tractors and that kind of thing. And I think it's built out now. There's a Walmart and that kind of stuff. When I was when I like when we moved out there, there weren't even stop signs. You had to just like when you came to an intersection, you just stopped and hope nobody hit you. There weren't enough people. Uh, then I, I so I went to Deer Creek, uh, which a graduating class of I think 120 or so. Um, and somehow, like thirty of us were valedictorians, which, in retrospect, was kind of like participation like, uh, trophy. Participation yeah. trophy yeah, yeah, yeah. generation. Started early. A really long graduation ceremony because we all got to give a speech, none yeah. of which were remotely memorable. How do they do that? How do they have thirty-five valedictorians? Anyone above a four yeah, or something exactly. like that? Exactly. There, there was yeah. like, and we had some weird system where you could like, if you were in honors and you got an A, you got like a five point. Yeah, yeah we had that too, that. but so, I didn't take honors. I didn't so. either. Yeah, I dropped out of one not the one honors <laughs> we, class. So what, what we we had a thing where if you if you uh, if you had an A in a, in a in a class and you had you could have up to three absences with an A, and if, if that was the case, you could just keep whatever your grade was. You didn't have to take the finals. And if you had a B, you could miss two classes and you could keep your B. And if you had a C, you could you could miss one class. You don't have to take. But a why final? would you want to keep the right. C? Right. <laughs> so, well, you, you, there would be very little incentive. But what, so my aforementioned best friend, what we came up with, he was the IT helper, which is to say that there were at the time there were these people at the school that they wanted to keep on that didn't know how computers worked. So they would like they're like the, the head of the this you is know, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the 90s, <laughs> the early 2000s. They would like they would like make these uh, assistants. You know, I don't know what. Like the intern, whatever the term was, kids so, would be. So basically, I, he he literally had access to all of the school's attendance. Every record. high school had one of those and, kids. And we would, yeah, and he, so we, he would change we, it. We would modify. Yeah, we never changed our grades, but we did change our attendance records so that we didn't have to take any class. So our senior year, we just were like, nope, we're going to go watch Gladiator. And they really that was like a real era where they just handed over yeah. the high school to some yep. sophomore we, who just happened to know a lot about computers. By, by the time we graduated, Great. we had access to the grades. We had a key to the school. No, we, <laughs> the key. We, we, all, like, we didn't have a key. So we, we knew which door you could just fling open key. so like there was a door you could just fling open and, and get in because the lock wasn't very good yeah. and then we knew the alarm code so we could like it, like i don't know code. why we would want to hang out there we did make a couple of videos that required like being in school after hours and that kind so of thing so you didn't thing, have to because in beverly hills now to we know steve sanders had to bribe the janitor to yeah. get the key <laughs> yeah, yeah. The grades, yeah and he got busted and pretty much cheesley was not happy no, so you know, see that's that's the other that's the other way of doing it what you do is you just become hands it you, over. Be, you become friends with the man <laughs> yeah and then the man is like all right you're the vichy kid you can show up whenever you I don't know if this has been a bit that someone's done before, but our generation, like the biggest protest ever, like now there's protests like every week for real things. Yeah. Our biggest protest ever was Donna Martin graduates. Do oh. you remember that? Who's Donna Martin? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> generation. No. In Beverly Hills, 90210. She oh, got, okay. They had a prom. They said, don't, no drinking allowed. And then she got drunk 
and they were she wasn't going to graduate. They weren't going to let her graduate. Oh, and everybody right. walked out of school. See, the school the had a big print. protest. Yeah. <laughs> now there's like climate marches and oh, Greta yeah. von yeah. Thunberg or whatever her I, name I was, is. I was so proud. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, the year, I think the year my brother graduated, my brother's six years younger than me, the year he graduated, they kept the kid from graduating because he was the yearbook kid. He like ran the yearbook. And the, uh, Andrea the, 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 like the, you know, the kind of the, the title page or whatever was like, you know, like, uh, like remember memories or whatever the, you know, the uh, awful tagline was. But the background was all just like the back of a dictionary, and he blurred everything except Cunnilingus. <laughs> hero of the week. And he didn't get to graduate. And oh, I was like, that, like, that, that's fine. You One know? doesn't have to do with the other. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but this is Deer Creek, right? So, like, Deer Creek, Deer Creek uh, yeah. which, like, Good education, but I, I look back in retrospect and I'm I'm enraged at various things they did. So like one of the things they would do is they would hire a motivational speaker because it's public school, public school, motivational speaker. And the motivational speaker's entire speech would be about how condoms don't work. And so you can't have <laughs> you can't have sex until marriage. And like and, and he, he would just lie and retrospect just lie. He'd be like, you That's know, not motivating. That's the opposite of motivating. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> telling me as a teenager that I, the one thing I want to do, the only thing I really want to do, I can't do. Yeah, no, they like <laughs> they, they, be motivating they would, you too. When, when, yeah. when I was there, at you least, at least once want. a year, they, they they would drag in a quote unquote motivational speaker to proselytize like social conservatism to these mm. young impressionable kids. At public school. Yeah, public school. And I I so hope I so hope at some point in my life I get invited back to be a motivational speaker there, so I can be like, here's all the things these people lied to me about when I was your age. <laughs> yeah. Let me just run through the list here. You're a big celebrity. You should be yeah, there. Yeah, by at, by Deer Creek standards, yeah. I am. I they, there might be a, like a statue of me or something on campus now. I don't know. What about um, what, what were they farming? Uh, it's mostly uh, wheat and alfalfa in, in that part <laughs> of the state. <laughs> the local yeah. crops are wheat yeah. and alfalfa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so but yeah. Why? What's uh, alfalfa? Well, well alfalfa. Uh, I believe you use alfalfa. Melmac. Now I could be. I'm, I'm stepping out of my my uh, comfort zone here, but I believe the alfalfa is feed for cattle. Because uh, cattle's another big export. So Oklahoma's uh, oil and gas main main thing, right? But then but then also agriculture. So like like visually, it's all agriculture. Oh yeah, we didn't bring it up in the intro, but yeah, natural gas is big yeah. in Oklahoma City, and that's that's the. Yeah, you know, what about how's fracking doing? It's you, uh, you know it's a weird. We're pro. I'm pro fracking. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a it's a weird. No, I'm, I'm, this is the official pod of New Mexico's fracking industry. You won't, <laughs> you won't find a lot of anti-fracking people in Oklahoma. It's a weird sure. thing where like like if you talk to like everybody in Oklahoma is now we we did not have earthquakes when I was growing up. We now have earthquakes. Um, to, to clarify, but you have for a shelter. So, for, yeah, oh wait, you got, that, well, do they destroy do, the shelters? I will say uh, earthquakes aren't caused by fracking. They're caused by the the water reclamation process. So See, the, so the actual fracking, it, it's really if if we're using fracking as a word to describe the overall process, then yes. But if we're going to be technical and scientific about it, fracking doesn't cause it. It's the, the water reclamation. If you talk to the average Oklahoma... Paid for by the Fracking Institute yeah. of America. I will, I will, I will totally we shill for the natural sponsors. gas industry. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go on a rant here. All right? Rant away. If you're worried about carbon emissions, if you're worried about carbon emissions, fracking has done more to limit our, our carbon yes! emissions than anything else in the last 30 years. We, we surpassed... We didn't sign the Kyoto Protocol, and then we surpassed it. We surpassed the Kyoto Protocol because fracking got us off coal thanks natural gas anyway if you talk Oklahoma. to the average if you talk to the average Oklahoman they'll basically say I don't like earthquakes but I prefer them over a statewide clip, crippling recession that's basically I don't like earthquakes but I love a new hot tub yeah <laughs> I love I, 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 I love season tickets I, I, I prefer thunder. Oklahoma not having a 40% unemployment rate is pretty much the, yeah. the position of people in Oklahoma on that they got a lot of Buffalo Wild so can I ask about the earthquakes what uh, what level are these like nine on the Richter scales no. I, these... I mean I, I'm, 
I'm not there. I've never even felt one in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't believe they're. Ca- I don't believe they're the point where they're causing property damage. I, I think yeah. they're just kind of like. Kinda That'll be rattling. when people get a little annoyed. Yeah, and at that point there might be. You know, maybe. But your family's still there. Yeah, yeah. So I, my family's in in Edmond. Uh, you mentioned Norman earlier, Turner. That's where my mom's family's from, and yes. my dad's family's from Alva, which is out west, kind of at the Panhandle. If you look at Oklahoma, it's shaped like a pot. Yeah. Alva's about where the handle meets the pot. Oh, I was there for Thanksgiving. And what do your parents do? Dad is a federal judge. Nice. Yeah. Federal. Yeah, federal judge. See, uh, yeah, yeah. Supreme Court uh, potential coming up? No. Well, he, he, him ju- he just s- semi-retired. So oh. in, in the judiciary, there's a thing called uh, senior judge status. So basically, you're still you're still a federal judge with all the perks and whistles, but you're you're half retired. Um, so you, you maintain your staff, your office, and your salary. Great. Uh, but um, That's perfect for Can me. he still get his son off if he's like caught per- being a, oh, a voyeurist? The, uh, the exact opposite. <laughs> like, I grew up... And like all the federal judges were like, because they're they take like judges take the thing they're very serious about being judges. There aren't like quippy judges about being judges. Right? They would like I would be at like bar- I like beer. I'd, I'd be at- <laughs> he's my favorite judge. <laughs> I, right, Kevin, I, I would be at like barbecues and stuff, and they'd be I like, "Got his name." I just knew he liked beer. <laughs> Andy, it's good to see you. I hope you're doing well. I just want you to know, though, if you ever come to court, I'm going to throw the book at you to show that I'm not favorable to your dad. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like oh, wow. remotely objective. That sounds like I'm screwed. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. They- <laughs> no, I can't. I can't pull any favor with the judiciary. No yeah, quid pro quo? Yeah, there's uh, none of that going pro on. <laughs> that's, I can, basically, I, I, get, I get to hang out at barbecues with federal judges. That's the extent of it. I don't get I any other person that. being fun barbecues, though. Some good. They're Ju- smart people. Yeah. Yeah, they're smart people. Does Oklahoma have its own barbecue? Is that, or is that just, Not Texas really. does. You know what, I'm going to say, and, and the Okies listening is going to hate this. I, I have a joke in my stand-up routine. I won't do it as a stand-up comedian, but I'll, but I'll say I'm from Oklahoma, the Canada of Texas, oh, yeah. which I think is pretty, and by the way, everybody in Oklahoma hates that, and apparently sure. everybody in Texas hates it. Oh. Yeah, they don't uh, like that anywhere, yeah. actually. <laughs> well, no, weirdly enough, Turner, when I was in you China, might like in New York. When, when, when I was in friggin' Shanghai, they laughed at that uh, joke, <laughs> and I was like, I was so impressed. That's because everyone hates Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it worked. I, so o- o- Oklahoma is, um, is in, in my opinion, is kind of a quieter version of Texas. It's it's very similar culturally to Texas. A little bit of like it, it absorbs some Kansas. There's if you go to the southeast they're quadrant, the French, of, huh? Are the French of this analogy or no? Huh? Uh, <laughs> I would French Canadian. So so you know I got in trouble one time in in, uh, in uh, D.C. I was doing a set and I said I'm from Oklahoma, the Canada of Texas, and this woman booed, just boo, and I was and I was like, who the hell is? But why are you booing me? And she went, I'm from Quebec. And there I went, you go. I went oh. well, you're from the Arkansas of France. Oh. And everybody <laughs> applauded. That's so Fuck true. Fuck you, Quebec. Yeah, that's so uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get all so high and mighty, those Quebec-y, Quebec-y. Yeah, you can tell you talk to an actual French person, I, and they're yeah, like, ah, oh, we no, spit on that, like, <laughs> when, when, I, when I was a tour guide in Edinburgh, which you've talked about previously, and I was working for tips only, the Quebecois would come on. I, they could understand what I was saying, but they wouldn't laugh at my jokes. They would just watch me dead-eyed the entire time uh, and then not tip me. And I like oh, just, real enemies of this podcast. And I, and I, yeah. I learned like, and I loved watching them interact with French people because they'd run up and be like, "I'm from Quebec," and the French people would react the same way if I if I'd been like, "Hey, I'm from Oklahoma," the exact same reaction. They're like, "Why would I care about yeah. your shitty beef or eating uh, <laughs> colonial?" You were like, oh, no, I was telling my friend. I was asking my friend about it. He's like, "We can see that they are the hillbillies." Ha 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 ha! Yep. I'm like, I don't even know if they have hills up there. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should we get to these uh, our first quiz our yeah. only quiz I think of the show. Only, yeah. all right so here's what we're gonna do we've looked up the bars in uh-huh. Edmond Oklahoma all right specifically for you on Yelp Top, a man who didn't drink in high school a man who yeah. didn't drink in high <laughs> yeah, school yeah, but yeah, how, yeah. Often, how often do you go back I, I go back two three times a year oh good but but if I'm drinking, I'm probably drinking scotch on the porch with Dad. I'm probably okay. not going into town. You got one, one of those, strange... you got one of those like uh, night before Thanksgiving. How, what's your chair like on the porch? Is 
Oh, it's is not. I know it's like a, not a rocking chair. Rocking chair. Even, no, Dad, <laughs> Dad's actually. He's set up. So we've got we've got a big back porch, uh, and we've got a chimney back there. We've got a front porch, and then we've also got like it's a two a three acre property, I think. So there's these these various copses of woods, and Dad's like hollowed out little areas in them and built like kind of like a furtive area where we can drink and watch the neighbors if they walk by. Uh, not again, not in a voyeuristic <laughs> sense. Because we'll, we'll yell to them. We'll yeah. be like, "Hey, Chet," and he'll come over. Uh, but we can kind of hang this out. This is the there. Gentile American life. I, I would love. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> My dad drinking scotch, yelling at the neighbors. Yep, it's yep. really on, good. Rocking, I'd be rocking. Uh, but. No, I, but I don't. I don't drink in Edmund. I don't. I don't really. So, we'll do a live pod in this backyard. <laughs> I, I have to clarify too. Edmund, my dad. Will come again, on. The, the neighborhood I grew up in was like a Norman Rockwell painting. I'm delighted to be from when that you neighborhood. Say that, do you mean it's one of those old school downtowns? No, no, no. no. The, the neighborhood I was in was only like 15 houses. What I mean by that is that I grew up knowing all of my neighbors. Okay. So like, if I walked down the street, I could, when I was a kid, identify everybody by name. If somebody got sick, we would go give them casserole, even if we didn't like them there was a real sense of community wow. vibe uh so like like i just i grew up very folksy very community the but the the city of edmund is i think like i think that the devil came down and was like the big city. i'm gonna make a deal with you very low crime nothing interesting will ever happen here are you okay with that and they were like deal so like edmund itself no one wants to hang out in edmund because it is this suburb of oklahoma city if you're gonna hang out you go into oklahoma city well not according to these yelp yeah, reviews. Oh, yeah. we got places to hang <laughs> are you ready right. so first of all i've written down we have the top one two three four five six seven eight bars okay i want to see if you can name like you name any of them any of them see okay when i was in high school they all would have been applebee's like they all would have been like it would have, it would have been Applebee's Outback Steakhouse. There's oh. like a dragon. It's the same in Allentown, by the way. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably like it's Nachos, probably it's probably gotten onion. better since when I was a kid. But uh, is Louis on there? Uh, it is not. Okay, is Othello's on there? No. Okay. Uh, this is according to Yelp. Whew, Yelp I, I don't you know, even they, know what the I don't know what the other the other bars are there because they because when i was there they were again they were all ch- they were either chains or dive bars when i was there are right, you want me to name some yeah. and you can yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. if this rings a bell number one the patriarch which is just a great oh name. my god yeah. <laughs> that's phenomenal yeah. oh i'm gonna go drink there now that's just great and so, it, it, i looked it like up some guy was listening to like msnbc and he's like i think that's me i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> I totally that establish that <laughs> okay yeah all these people the patriarch that seems They're like a hot fuck the patriarchy so people <laughs> yeah. are gonna want to get laid at my bar <laughs> so i will tell you it yeah, seems pretty like sure I don't have to use the right pronouns yeah. there. <laughs> it's a Heaton type place. It's all the picture. Everyone talks about how classy it is. Really? It's all like artisanal cocktails. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Wait, you, well, can you show me the address? Does we can have, look it up later. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be there for Christmas. The Patriarch. We'll need a review next yeah, time yeah, you yeah. come back. I'll do, I'll do a live correspondence dinner. For uh, number two, correspondence dinner. <laughs> uh, number two, Pub W. Do you know that? Never heard of that one. Do you have a W Hotel there? Is it in the W Hotel? No, well, maybe. I, I don't know. Number w Hotel in Edmond? Number three, JoJo's Tap House. No? Okay. Number four, Eddie's Bar and Grill. That sounds Edmond, but no, I'm unfamiliar with it. Number four, number five, Edmond Unplugged. Was that that sounds music? ridiculous. <laughs> Edmund Unplugged sounds right. absolutely now, ridiculous. Those are the only that seem good. Everyone else has like terrible Rock reviews. Out Edmund? Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Here's number six and seven, and I'm going to read the review. So everything below those five is like bad, has bad reviews. Okay, all right. Number six is Skinny Slims. Oh, okay. All you right. Heard, you heard of Skinny I Slims? I don't, but it sounds like I could probably pick up a very thin smoker there. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> What's a smoker? It's Somebody who smokes cigarettes. Slims. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Oklahoma smoking still legal, which I don't like, by the way. Ooh. Uh, the, the, the rule, mean it's still it's legal everywhere. You mean uh, well, in, in bars? bars. In, oh. Yeah, the rule oh, is I like you, that. you can't do it 
or if if your establishment gets more than 50% of its income from food, there has to be a separately ventilated part for smoking. But if you're just a bar and you're making most of your sale from that's liquor, a disaster. it's still the laundry. Smoking. The laundry yeah. industry's got their their lobbying. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, what, that's the big difference. And I, I did do so much more laundry back when it's there was awful. Like a, it's awful. And I'll, I'll say, me is I, I'm just going to be a flat out hypocrite in this. I would love to change that law. President Bloomberg's going to do it. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Yeah, I I that's one thing I'd probably grudgingly support him on. Yeah, uh, I just I like I like cigar bars, but you know what you're getting into anyway. Yeah. I, I'm unfamiliar with that place. No, I know what you're talking about. In China, you can still you can smoke indoors, or at least you could when I left. And um, you have to, yeah, you have to wash your clothes. You come home stinking all the time. You smell like cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. What about in? Did you do comedy at all in Oklahoma? Yeah, I, st- I, I mean, I, I, the very, very beginning, I was doing uh, open mics at uh, at Othello's in Norman. There's two locations, Edmond and Norman. And I, I was doing that there, and I've been back there. Well, I'll say, like, Oklahoma City's grown a lot culturally since I was a kid, because Oklahoma City was kind of a backwater when I was little. Now so it's, we're right. I'm right. It's trending yeah, now. It's yeah, like, I, wouldn't uh, call it's it, new... I wouldn't call it the new Austin just yet. Yeah. But, the new Albuquerque. I think the new Albuquerque's probably <laughs> about right. <laughs> it's baby um, steps. But, they, but there's, there's uh, I'm t- like, I'm told by comedians that go there that they really enjoy performing, because the, the, the audience is very happy that they're there. They don't I mean, do that Canada joke, though. I'm sure. No, don't do that. <laughs> they say Texas is. Uh, and I've, I've done. I've done. Like, there's there's a couple Mexico. of Mexico. Spe- there you go. There's like a couple of speakeasy type places that do comedy that I performed at. Can you can you smoke in those places? Probably. I would I would assume That's so. That's the that you could smoke. Yeah. You, you can definitely well no you can't because the Looney Bin which is the the oh, predominant yeah, comedy the club bin. there. Um, I was there for the Oklahoma Comedy Festival uh, last year, and I think they finally got rid of smoking. But it was also this way. I was talking to the guy that I think they got rid of it, and like he like he was talking about how like once they quit smoking, there's like a horrible three month period where all of the smells that the smoke is suppressed come out. Ooh. So you're now smelling like thirty years of stale. It's beer. like when you stop drinking for a while, like you can still feel in your bones yeah. for a couple yeah, yeah, weeks. Yeah. Yep. All right, here's the review. Skinny Slims, ready? Okay. I've been coming to and anyone listening along can go look this up. This is straight up yelp. And yeah, I know it's for when you want to go visit. I've been yeah exactly. I've been coming to this bar for years. First time back in six months, and I had the worst experience with the lady bartender with an accent. In parentheses, Which, maybe Australian. <laughs> probably means she's from Kansas. That probably means she's from just she's from anywhere east of there. Yeah. So she was rude. Had been drinking on the job and threatened to fight my girlfriend. Like bartender, by the way. When we left, she actually followed us into the parking lot looking for a fight. Nice. She sounds like a hot mess of a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's the first she, stop. she sounds like the exact kind of person that I will never like. I, I won't even have me on that radar. You'll never but, hang out with I, ever. I, 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 you know, I was in D.C. last year, and I was talking to this guy who had lived in New York for like 20 years, and he's like, oh, New York, it's, you know, you'll be out, and you'll meet a stripper, and you'll hook up, and then you'll, like, you're out till four. And I was like, hold on, stop. Where do you meet these women? And he's, he's just, and, and he, like, he looked, and he's like, oh, you're too emotionally stable. It'll never happen. And he was like, yeah, you, you, like there's, there's, like, a certain type of person that's looking for emotional instability, and you're, like, this weird, bearded Mr. Rogers character. They will not, you can't, they can't see you. You're it's invisible. Hooking happen. up with a stripper is, like, no, nobody does that. So I like this. We got to go to this uh, drunk. Australian ladies bar in Edmond, Oklahoma. So can, can I put in a plug for like a really good Oklahoma bar that I do know? Please do. The Interstate Car Batteries Sold Here Bar in Wagner, Oklahoma. Say it so, again? Uh, Interstate Car Batteries Sold That's Here Bar name. in Wagner's, Oklahoma. <laughs> wow. Uh, so Wagner is uh, like a little town out in eastern Oklahoma. We, we've we Our family's had a small cabin there since mm-hmm. I was a kid. And uh, I, I went to the, uh, I, I believe it's called, the, the sign says Inter- Interstate Car Batteries Sold Here. I think that's the name of the bar. It's a big cinder block bar. You go in and it's all smoky and everything. I went in with my friend Evan, who was visiting me, and uh, and and I'm like, I'll have a Coors. Evan, what you have? I'll, he'll have a Coors, two Coors. And the lady's like, All right, it's dollar fifty a Coors, but if you 
buy eight, it's a dollar a beer. And I was like, eight? wait, it's eight dollars <laughs> for their eight beers? And she's like, yep. And I'm like, all right, like wow. I'll be mayor of your town, beer for everybody. And we only drank like six of them. She gave us wooden tokens. So like when we came back, we could get our Coors. Like, so that's, like, you have to, like if you give her like a, a couple hour tip on that, do you, are you just like the king? Oh, you I guess. Like, 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 you, you, you guys, you're in New York. You know what it's like to yeah. like buy a beer and be a like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? And then you get to Wagner and you're like, okay, like this is how much was this? This is like eight bucks. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All right, last last review. This okay. is from Bricktown Brewery. Oh, okay. I think there's yeah. a lot of breweries now. Yeah, yeah. Bricktown's cool. Uh, Bricktown Brewery, one star review. Oh. It says it took, but this is a very Yelpy review. It took almost four minutes just to get a refill. <laughs> have you, in your entire life, have you ever gone to a bar and wanted to write a review because it took a while to get a drink? Like, uh, and then this is this is the most blowhardy review of all time. I, it took almost four minutes to get a refill. I'm usually not one to get annoyed since I'm in the restaurant business too, but we were the only table in the entire restaurant minus the bar guests, which means there were other people there. Right, bar right. guests. Our server was even eating in plain sight. <laughs> if you have time to eat but not get refills or be attentive, you don't deserve a 20% tip. Here's the best part. Yet, I still gave her a 30% because I know how it is to be a bartender. Please be better. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, like, between getting a nice review and no tip, and a bad review at a 30% tip, I prefer that one. Yeah, you might as well Kudos take it. Right. Well, the course is a dollar, 30%. Yeah, well, so. but that's that's Wagner money. That's Wagner. That's not, we're not talking about Edmund in Oklahoma City. Uh, Edmund, I, I'd say how much is a beer in Edmund? Probably six, I'm guessing. Oh, all right. Like, it's uh, the, the other place, and it's so sad that this closed down, but oh my God, this was literally like my favorite place on the planet was in Norman, Oklahoma. It closed down last year. Uh, was it 20, 2018? And, uh, and like, I, I don't belong in it. It was the only place on the planet I belonged. It was called Opie's. <laughs> Opie's in Norman, Oklahoma was a disco club that didn't get the memo. Didn't get the memo. Going strong till 20 fucking 18. Wait, so like there was like, there was, it was a in light the 70s, up, they were huge. Light up disco floor. Disco, disco stew. ball, shag carpet, wicker basket furniture. Uh, there's there's a life-size statue of Elvis pointing and winking that I fucking purchased when it, I had my mom go to an auction oh, and, and buy it for me so that I could put it. Yeah, and I wanted to buy the floor. Do you have it in your apartment? Uh, I, it's in a store. It's, it's in my aunt, my aunt Marge's garage right now because I'm fleet of foot and everything. But oh man, I was so sad when like that went Like 70s under. Elvis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was and this place crowded on like, people go to it? Is well, it? not enough because yeah. it closed down. But it was for when I was in college, my senior year, I went there. Um, I just kind of stumbled in. And when I was there in college, it, the, the, the demographic was, it was Basically, like farmers, hippies, and forty-year-old divorced ladies. That was like the, and then they would fight for the divorced ladies. The far, the farmers and the hippies. Those would fight the best. But they would go to a disco and place to fight for. The yeah, yeah. And they, they like, but then I showed up and I was like, this is like before hipsters were a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I will make this a mecca. And I started bringing, <laughs> uh, I started bringing college students, and they fucking love me. They put a picture of me up on the wall. Whenever I showed up, they'd start playing Saturday Night Fever as my theme song, <laughs> and welcome me over the intercom. And uh, well, like I, I was there for like New Year's the a couple times, and, and like like Opie would come in and give me a big hug and be like, you want me to clear a table for you? Like, who do you want me to kick out? And I was like, no, 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 we're fine, Opie. It's fine. Is oh, your cheers? Okay. That was that was my, that was, a disco that's club? the only place I've ever been a celebrity. Because <laughs> yeah, it's it like, great. if you were writing a TV show or a movie about a town like this in Oklahoma, you would never, you you wouldn't invent that because you think this, nobody they wouldn't have. Yeah, this doesn't like, match. No way that there'd be a the, disco the club the in Norman, Oklahoma. That's, yep. Yeah, so uh, that sounds awesome. 
All right, Heaton, um, we're going to get to the news. And the local some, news. Local news. Right. But before that, uh, what do you, uh, how can people find you? Podcasts, uh, all that stuff. I, I host two podcasts. The right. Political Orphanage, which is a funny news and politics podcast for people that don't like red team versus blue team stuff. So if you're, if you're not if you're not All super, middle. Alt middle, uh, yeah, moderates, libertarians, political mutants, other. Basically, if if you if you're not motivated by bile and hatred, and you just kind of want uh, interesting, smart people instead of screaming, come to my podcast, The Political Orphanage. And I recently launched a sci-fi podcast called Alienating the Audience, which is just if you want to grow your virginity back with me, <laughs> yeah. listen to that. Dungeons and Dragons, the, all of that. It is the nerdiest. Like it's like it's literally me talking to people. Like the, the episode I'm dropping this week, uh, I tracked down a guy in Washington D.C. who's an imperial apologist. So like he thinks the Empire in Star Wars was a good thing. And we had oh, an hour-long I, conversation about that. was my bit when I was that. a kid, I think. I always root for Darth Vader. Yeah, he's he's totally doing that. And we're like pulling in Machiavelli and like Leo Strauss yeah, and all these people. Yeah, like, a lot to that, actually. Yeah, so it's like, it's, if, if you're into like like weird abstract nerd concepts and like things like that, you'll enjoy that. Alienating the audience. Are they both on Patreon? Like, you have, how's the Patreon? I don't have a Patreon set up for the sci-fi oh. one yet, because I only launched that about three weeks ago. I, prob- I, th- I probably will. I'm tinkering with that, but I want to build up the audience a bit I don't more know if you heard, we discussed this last week on, it was in the pod or the wrap-up show but we had an idea you know we have a patreon page and we oh, I know. Since the whole have, reason why we have it is because of him, of him and, we have and, such, and I, I donate to it you yes, work for me we, yes think this, I, i'm only here to check out my investment well after we donate to yours i was thinking you know since we have so much crossover appeal we should merge both patreons and split it like 50 50 <laughs> that's oh, yeah, good <laughs> what, what, well, what's the catch <laughs> so you'll get our like 10 people <laughs> right no, i mean i write that cross that off he you'll get all like of our people we'll get all your people and it will be one happy family and you get to get both podcasts together perfect uh, bundle. Okay, bundle. yeah, yeah. And we won't charge you any more than five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for being a subscriber. Oh my god, yeah. Listen to Heaton, uh, and I also you can start with the ones I've been on. I've been on the Political Orphanage a couple times. I yeah, think. you've been on. You're you're uh, like I, I I don't have guests on that often repeatedly, but you're one of them. And yeah. I, I Jeremy Carrickin's on, on a lot. Yeah, he's, one of our favorite. Well, I think he's been on yeah. twice. I think you've been on because you came on something's off the the. I went on your old one a lot. Bunch. You were on yeah, there like yeah, every yeah. three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Jones Roy. Whenever you need me. All right, you came. I came on the old one. Yeah. Let's get to the news. Play the news music. Oh, do we, we have still new got music? the music? Oh, the same, same music. music. Yeah. Play the old news music. This is from the Edmund Sun. Nice. The local the Journal of Record. Is that the only paper in town? The Journal well, of Well, there's, there's, if, if, for Edmund proper, yes, but there, there's a bigger newspaper in Oklahoma City. The uh, Daily we, Oklahoma. No, that, we don't want that news. No, all of our news today is coming from Edmund, Oklahoma's Edmund Sun. First news story of the week. We, by the way, we better, our numbers better shoot up in Edmond, Oklahoma yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spread right? the word. We want the whole town listing. First news story of the week three school board members win election locally unopposed. Wow. That's, this is the problem with democracy. When people don't vote, when you don't have... This is like, what is this, Iraq? No, no not voting. No one's running. No one's this, running. This, unopposed. This, One-party town, Edmund. No, this is this, this is what's happening is the people... Like, there's so many people right now living vicariously through politics for both their religion and sense of purpose in life. People in Edmond have hobbies, families, and joy. So they're not getting into that stuff because they're too fucking busy. I'm going to go the opposite side. I'm going to take the opposite side and say we should all run. <laughs> I, I want to be on the school board I, in Edmond, Oklahoma. What, I, what I'm thinking about doing in 2020, Turner, for my political orphanage podcast is I'm thinking about trying to like just 
running in as many towns as I can as mayor. And like just trying to stack you up. You got to win one. Yeah. Is there a law where you can't be the mayor of more than one town? <laughs> I don't that, I've never so. heard that. That's a loophole. And then, and then like basically be like, okay, like, well, if I can't be mayor, can you at least give me a key to the city? Yeah. And then like just collect these. That'll be my hobby. In Do you know the mayor of Edmond? No, I don't. Do you ever know? Uh, I, I used to when I when I lived there. Not anymore. <laughs> Do you know any of these school board people? Lori Bamford. Oh, no. she's tyrant. She's gonna uh, <laughs> Francis Tuttle. Francis, a, his, Francis Tuttle. Yeah. Wow. You know, that, well, so there's, there's, you know Francis well, Tuttle. Well, the vocational center is the Francis Tuttle Vocational Center. So I'm going to refer to. Oh no, no, no! You're right. They run. Kathleen Riesler. Oh ran for board member of the Francis oh, Tuttle okay. I was about to say, because that's ballsy naming your kid Francis Tuttle at this point. <laughs> like after the local vocational center. You're basically like naming yourself the Rockefeller of Edmund, if that's uh, what you're doing. Oh, yeah, Francis. No, they don't have that Tuttle money. I mean, I could say that... And Meredith X-Line. Do you know her? No. Listen, we could, we could take all of them. Yeah. I, I, you not knowing them speaks volumes. Yeah. yeah what yeah. I'd love to know is I'd love to go on the mom's groups of Edmund Facebook pages, Edmund, Oklahoma, and see if everyone's complaining about the schools. Because, like, in Long Island City, I talk about, you know, the, everyone's always complaining about this. They're always yeah. fighting all these things with the PTA. I but then you have an election, that. and that we have it, local school boards, local PTA, stuff like that. And, yeah, it's usually people run on a post. Like, they just run, and you just vote for them. Or maybe, you know, because nobody actually wants to do these things. That's it. And I guess, I think probably Oklahoma, or, well, I was about to say Edmonds Democratic Party is probably not that good. But, they like, uh, uh, that area did elect the only Democratic congressman in Oklahoma right now. So, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we should Who run. cares? Run run is there party? Are there parties in the school board? <laughs> Who cares? I didn't even know there was a school board party. The school board party? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> run us a wig. Wait, we're going to bring the wig back. We're bringing it back with the Edmonds Public School District. Let's get a libertarian in there to just make a little more lazy fair that school. just going to. <laughs> get rid Hands of the rules. Off. We're going we're gonna to bid on classes. You get to, you, that you, whole you, thing with the, everyone gets the, the change your grades. Yeah, like you, you can, yeah everybody, you, can you get to bid on it. Yeah, it's exactly. a free market for grades. Next story, ready? From the Edmund Sun, new Burger King <laughs> opens on 2nd Street. Well, that's, that's big news. important that, news right that there. that front page? It? That's front page, baby. Yeah. Front page. Burger King, that impossible whopper is killing that, it for That's them. the kind of thing that is actually going to alter the course of your day-to-day life. I'll tell you what. The biggest news in Eldorado Hills, I remember when the Taco Bell opened. It was our first food, fast food place. It was lines for like months. It, you couldn't even get into the place. Taco Bell? Yeah. yeah there was, was big so news when Taco Bell came in the 90s. Now, That's I mean, what I mean, in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, exactly. Now, I feel like it would be... Do they have like Chick-fil-A down there? And stuff oh, yeah. Like yeah, 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 What's yeah. The, is there like a Whataburger or is that just Texas? Yeah, no, there's Whataburger, Chick-fil-A, Arby's. It's oh, Arby's, we, we, our, our, our cup run up over with, with fast food. We finally got Jack in the Box, if you're yeah. a Jack in the Box fan. That was good. Well, in the 90s, somebody died of like... Brahms? Brahms is awesome. Never even heard of that. Oh, Brahms is great. Brahms is like kind of like a Dairy Queen type thing, but they have great milkshakes, really good burgers. Shout out to Brahms. All right, yeah, because I didn't, you know, I've Chick-fil-A is like the one that's the big contradiction up here right. because people wait in lines for it, but then all the people tell you, oh, I wouldn't eat there ever because of their right. politics. Yeah, yeah. But I assume in Oklahoma there's no issues. Is it the other way around? No, it's the, the other way around. Yeah. It's the other way around where, like, like people are like, I'm going to Chick-fil-A because Jesus. So, and I was so like, like ah, own those liberals. Just, yeah, yeah. Can I, <laughs> own the libs. Can we yeah. just go to Arby's anyway? I don't even like Chick-fil-A. That's why I worked at Arby's. We were the we were the alt-middle. We were the, <laughs> yeah, 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 we were yeah, the yeah. political orphanage. Ar- Ar- uh, Arby's is the political orphanage of meat eating. Yeah. Nobody hates a Jamocha shake. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, I like, I'm, you know, when Obama invited Han- or that guy to have a beer. Uh, the Jamocha Shake Summit. The Jamocha Shake Summit's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Trump should do that with a. Yeah, I suspect Ed, Edmund in Oklahoma as a whole probably lean pretty hard to the right, is my yeah. guess of the Chick fil A issue. But didn't they didn't they recently like drop? They're not funding. They dropped the Salvation Army or something. Yeah, I think and, they're and, gonna, and so like they're, they're, so yeah, they're, not, the homeless... they're not giving to like, you know, whatever, anti gay, pro family, whatever those things are. They're not giving money to it anymore. And then there were a bunch of people who were like, well, I'm not eating here anymore. And I 
I was like, can you, okay. Right, because of the opposite. Yeah, like, mad. What, do I have you, to, I'm not looking up everybody's political stance I, to eat. It's hard to keep up with what I'm yeah. supposed to hate, what I'm yeah. supposed to like anymore. I mean, I don't know, who just, who cares? I can tell you, when I drove to Thanksgiving to the D, to stay with the Sparkses, the other Sparkses, on the way, on the road down, we stopped at a rest area, and there was a Chick-fil-A and a Burger King. And it's the biggest. The Chick Fil A line was was like a mile. Really? And the Burger King, even in a rest area, was uh, there was you could have gotten a possible could have walked right in, and gotten a possible Whopper. So they're not like growing. The, it's like uh, and, the Grizzly Pear. Their whole their whole business model you is what? people can't get into the comedy maybe, cellar yeah. and they go to the Grizzly Pear. Yeah, it's maybe, like, but that, maybe, that Chick Fil A runs a very efficient line. It was like ten minutes. Maybe, so maybe the trick is you've got to pick like like from now on like. Burger King super anti tariff. If you hate tariffs, eat at Burger Take King. Take a side. If they you're if you're yet. Arby's, you are pro Medicare for all or whatever the thing is. Like like <laughs> I need, I need my fast food with a political yeah. message. Yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. we don't have enough sandwich. politics in 2019. We need <laughs> yeah, more we, politics. <laughs> all right. And last thing I want to do, I'm going to skip the last news story here because I want to get to the uh, hit it or skip it, which we forgot to do earlier. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this is the um, because this is people are visiting because right. part of this is this is a oh, I, forgot, I forgot I'm the ambassador for Edmund. You are. We are going to start working on a partnership i'm sure soon with TripAdvisor and exactly with these places. travel agents we, we i know did. myrna sparks is going to start having people listen to this definitely they, yeah next trip to, so this is the top five things to do on TripAdvisor in edmond oklahoma uh-huh. and you need to tell us if you're going to if that they should hit it or skip it when they go to the town right okay okay first thing well first of all we already know it's uh heifer heifer uh hefner Hef Lake? Hef Lake. Lake Hefner? Lake Hefner. They say that's, that's, that's in number one. I would think they'd be in Oklahoma City, but okay. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Heifer Park. Oh, Heifer Park. Heifer uh, Park? Heifer Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's the same. It's confusing. It's a nice park. It's a nice park. Sure. Go go hang out there. You, you, you know, that's if the it, number one thing to if, do. If it's the, well, again, the because at, at Edmund, Edmund is basically a bedroom annex to Oklahoma City. There's nothing to do in Edmund. Well, there's Heifer Park. There's well, yeah. yeah. So like, if you want to like, basically Heifer Park. If you've got if you're visiting Edmund, you got kids and you want to like go to a nice park and like wait till an ice cream truck comes by. Lovely oh, place for ice that. cream truck. Number two. Is there is there like a statue to Mr. Heifer? Is that like the town founder or something? <laughs> I don't know. It was okay. So Edmund was originally called Summit, um, which is ridiculous because Oklahoma's flat as a pancake. And uh, and like we were like, well, it's two and a half inches higher than the rest of the area. And someone's like, we, okay, that's stupid. We should name it Edmund. Yeah, I don't ta- know who you have a town after. meeting? Yeah, yeah we, we had a town meeting. And they, they were like, yeah, we, we, need to, we need to name this after some dead guy. Oh. All right, number two, Mitch Park. Rival. Mitch. Yeah, no. I'm going to rank Mitch Park over over Controversial. Mitch Park is much larger. You can kind of get lost. To Central Park, if you of, want, if it is, it is the Central Park of Edmond. If you want to walk your dog, go to Mitch Park. And if you want, if you want to like clear your head, go to Mitch Park. Yeah, That's number, number to three, go. we're gonna blast through these. Number three, Claren Ridge Viner. Uh, Vineyard and winery. Oh, it's a winery. Uh, I've not been, but hell yeah! Like, let's let's get the vintnering industry going in Edmond. Sure. Number four, Pelican Bay Aquatic Center. Uh, <laughs> I assume that that's a pool, is what they mean by that. Oh, I looked it up. It's like two water slides. Okay, yeah, it's, oh. it, it's not like a, like a public aquarium or something where they got a walrus so. or something like that. I think like you could that. do this town in one day. Is what I'm here, but I'm learning. I, I think it could be. Well, a, yeah, it's a, a day. Up. It's a day trip. We, <laughs> the, 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 the other, kids like the water slides. The, the other <laughs> cool thing. So there were, there were like I mentioned Opie's a minute ago. There was also this wonderful place in Norman called Little River Zoo. Little River Zoo, um, which I, I mentioned on the stand-up routine, the, it was the best zoo in the world because uh, all of the animals. I'm not making this up. All of the animals were. Re- 
rejects from better zoos. <laughs> yeah. So all of the animals were like... What do you get rejected for? Ugly uh, or like... For example, if you wanted to pet a kangaroo, you could because ours was, ours was blind. His name was Billy. He was a blind kangaroo. <laughs> Billy the like, blind like, kangaroo. Like, San Diego Zoo had a blind kangaroo. They're like, we don't want a fucking blind kangaroo. Give it to Oklahoma. So we, we would it take because it. it doesn't know. Yeah, because it couldn't get away. It's like the uh, outlet mall. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> you get good deals in the outlet. It was like, it was like the, sacks, the crappy mall people used to go to. Sacks on fifth. There were a lot of lions that had like mauled magicians that had been given and uh, there were like alligators and shit that were like bad pets. So you could save it from being killed and send it like it's a rescue. There there were uh, were a ton of organ grinding like you know organ like organ grinding monkeys they all retired to Little River Zoo in Norman, Oklahoma. (laughs) So there were like a hundred of these monkeys and uh, I like I I took a couple dates there when I was in college and I went to the I went to the local zookeeper and I was like what do you because it's not like it's basically like chicken wire and I was like what do you do when the when the monkeys get out and and, uh, he's like they don't get out and I was like but like really what do you do and he's like okay you see the big one that's his name's Goliath truly that was in any he goes uh, he gets out about once a year and what we do is we just have a guy open bottles of schnapps and leave them around the park and the monkey drinks it passes out we put him back and i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> that was the, there was there was literally a drunk monkey that we get out once a year that's awesome that's a great yeah. uh, romantic comedy like montage place to go on a date like Pet a kangaroo. Yeah. See a drunk The monkey. Reject Zoo. I, you know what? Reject Zoo Re- sounds like a great Paul Rudd film. That sounds reject like a uh, punk band. Yeah. yeah. The Reject Zoo. <laughs> like the Reject yeah. Zoo. You, met, you meet the girl at that uh, 70s disco place. Yeah. Reject Zoo. Oh, There's man. I, yeah, I, did it. I did my 20s wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I could have I locked something down. You wait for Heaton's friends to go shine a, flat, a light on you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And last we- thing we do 30 seconds. Because at some point we're gonna have to leave New York City, you know. Yeah. I can't live here forever. I, the rent's right. skyrocketing. I, I, we're, we're all about. To I've been, get a I've been paying got kids. I yeah. can't afford those nine dollar quarter lights we pay for in New York City. Well, so. can we can we live in like a tiny house village and like well, create a community? I'll move in with you. Thirty seconds. Convince us why we should move to Edmond, Oklahoma. <laughs> Ready? Thirty seconds. Go. Uh, good schools, uh, cheap real estate, uh, uh, very affordable tornado shelters, Ooh. Uh, a ex- excellent abundance of parks. And um, uh, <laughs> quick, quick proximity to patriarchal taverns. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you? What, what's not to love? That's it. And they got yeah. porches where you can rock back and forth and drink scotch. I love it. And they have hot tubs. Yeah, hot tubs. That's the podcast. Andrew Heaton, thanks for doing it. Everybody, check out the Political Orphanage. That's our new po- our, our new format. Everybody, that's our new format. Let tell us know your think. friends. Tell don't tell us what you hey. think because we don't need to know. We Actually, already we don't know. Care. What we You're think. Right. We like. It. <laughs> we don't care. We don't and tell care. your people. It's good. Cap. That's it. Producer Matt. That's it. Andrew Heaton. That's it. Cap. What should we do? I think we still get lost. Get lost. All right, wait, we have one last thing to Bonus. get to. This is a new thing we're doing. Encore. We just, Keaton just told us something off mic that he has to say to the microphone, and then we'll end this podcast. Well, okay, okay. So, so you've heard the phrase going postal. Yes. This was a thing in the 90s and 2000s where postal workers would go in and shoot up their coworkers. First one happened in Edmond, Oklahoma. Edmund so Oklahoma. a postal worker just didn't like so that's the one he just I mean it's a sad story but yes he went in and, and <laughs> went ballistic and, and so if it uh, wasn't for Edmund Oklahoma uh, there, no one would go postal no right postal. we'd be saying go FedEx or we'd be t- I don't know what we'd be we'd be using some other verb that's yeah. it that's the podcast <laughs> Cat get lost <laughs> say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.